morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. As always, I hope your week has been productive. I'm obviously putting out the podcast on Wednesday like I typically do, hopefully giving you a little bit of motivation or at least challenge your thinking as you prepare for the, the remainder of the week. A lot of times Wednesday, we call it hump day. Uh, I think hump day ends up being a day for us to be at the top of the hill and then coast the rest of the week. Obviously, if you want to get to that next level, coasting can't be really can't really be a part of your your normal routine. Uh, but today's topic kind of falls into that topic of coasting. I shouldn't call it coasting. Um, today's topic is going to be the shortcut. I think as you think about just the term, the shortcut, uh, it's basically you know how do you get the end result or how do you get something that you're trying to accomplish quicker than planned or faster than others. And I think today, just living in a time where majority of people accept and expect uh, immediate gratification, I think trying to find the shortcut to whatever we're chasing or whatever goal we're trying to get to, it's become normalized. And when I say that, don't don't misconstrue this. Don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I think anybody, everybody, if there's an opportunity to get something that you want faster than you originally planned, it's going to take that opportunity. Uh, one of the, the challenges that comes with that is what do you do with that opportunity or what do you do with that goal once you accomplish it? I think a big difference between individuals that are successful, somewhat successful or, or not successful are, you know, the shortcut may be there, but they also understand that some of the the challenges, the, the shortcomings, um, the things that you're going to have to go through are part of a long term process. And as you think about shortcuts and just what they are, again, it's it's an opportunity for you to accomplish something quicker than expected. And I think a lot of times we see individuals, especially on social media, um, we see individuals that have accomplished, and I have air quotes when I say that, so much, and it looks like it was so easy for them or they didn't have to put in the work. And a lot of times when you think about social media, it's not glorifying or even showing the hard times, the struggle, the failure any of that. It's showing the wins. It's showing where people were successful. It shows what people were able to accumulate. It shows what people um, have in their possession now, whether they own it or not. So the one of the things I'm going to challenge you guys on is that as you think about the shortcut or you're trying to find quick ways to meet your goals, you got to understand that that there are no shortcuts to long-term success. But say that again, yeah, there are no shortcuts to long-term success. You can you can take a, a lot of different areas. Let's let's take a common one, the lottery. And if I hit the lottery, I'm gonna do this, that, and a third. And you can Google this, you can look it up on whatever you want to look it up on. 70% of individuals that win the lottery file for bankruptcy within a couple of years. That's just, that's a short-term fix. Even though you won the lottery, you got the money that you wanted, or you you accumulated uh the money that you desired, you don't have the behaviors, the habits to grow that or to maintain that because the habits that you had, they're they're just going to, they're going to, they're going to get bigger. They're going to grow. And in (laughs) some of those habits may not be good habits, which cause you to waste money you wouldn't typically waste. But let's take it out of the lottery because winning the lottery, I don't know what the percentages, the percentages are, the chances of you winning the lottery. I've always said I'm going to win the lottery, but I don't even play the lottery. So (laughs) we know that's out. Um, Let's think about like some more concrete examples that most people can relate to when it comes to trying to take shortcuts or trying to find the shortcut. Let's take school, for example. I know me growing up and every generation is a little bit different and every household is a little bit different. But me growing up, the 
the thought that I had that I envisioned was, you know what, you go to school, aka high school, you go to college, you get out of college, you get good grades, you get a good job, you get money. That was the the, the belief that I had. Um, I think a lot of people believe that, you know, once you go to college, you get out, you, you have this, uh, you'll get a whole bunch of money or you'll be making six figures or whatever that number is for you. Uh, but the challenge is we're so often looking for shortcuts. And what I mean by so often looking for shortcuts in regards to school, you think about school and education. And this is for me, I only speak for myself. Matter of fact, I'll speak for my friends too. We were in a lot of classes together. Uh, you think about high school, you had assignments you had to do every single night. Now, whether it's a reading assignment, a math assignment, whatever, every night that you go home and do the assignment, sit down, remove distractions and make sure you were learning the material, not memorizing the material. Did you make sure you did the reading or did you look for the cliff notes? You know, did, could you find something that was aud like audible version? So it, it was a shortcut for you or did you hypothetically have an exam coming up or uh, had to write a long paper and then you just crammed for a couple days in a row to make sure you got it done, even though you know you had the whole semester or the whole quarter or whatever it may have been to prep for it. And now you may have been able to do it and you may have got a great grade, but the challenge is you didn't learn the material. So even though you got a good grade, you didn't learn the material. So now when it comes to going to that next level, you can't get to the next level because you don't have the knowledge. You just got the grade. And to give an example of that, I can think about I went to a school, uh, Ohio Wesleyan, my first couple years of college and academically. Wow. Wow. I didn't think I was super smart. But I didn't think I was a dummy when I got out of high school. Um, <laughs> I was closer to the dummy side. I didn't know how to study. I wasn't used to reading material. I wasn't used to retaining information. So as I got to college, I was doing the same thing I was doing in high school. I was cramming. And I'll give you a specific, specific example. I took a class. It was called like Ethics and Religion or Religion and Ethics, something like that. My professor's name was Dr. Twesigy. And I will never forget, we had about three days before we had to turn in this journal that we were supposed to be working on all semester. I hadn't done any of the reading. I hadn't done any of the writing. So as I'm looking at my syllabus and I'm like, oh boy, it said there was supposed to be a hundred entries in the journal. I misread that because I'm cramming now because I hadn't been doing what I was supposed to do. I was trying to find a shortcut to get through this class and still have fun, not necessarily change my ways. Um, but that's not the idea behind learning or growth. It's not necessarily just working how you want to work or doing what you want to do. It's getting out of your comfort zone so that you're able to learn more things and better yourself. But that might be another podcast. Um, anyway, I misread the syllabus and instead of 100 entries, I misread that as 100 pages. So I literally for two or three days in a row, I typed hours. I wrote a 100 page journal and turned it into him. And I never forget turn it in and I'm not making fun of his accent, but how he sounded was super cool. And he was like, oh, Alonso, this is such great work. And I remember thinking in my head, bro, you don't know how much time went into that. But in all actuality, the two or three days that I put cramming was probably the 15 to 20 minutes that A students were doing on a regular basis to make sure they didn't have to try to learn more than what they were able to. They were learning in little increments, documenting as they went. So documenting their process, easier to review so that they were retaining the material. So yeah, did I get the grade? A hundred percent. Did I learn anything about theology or ethics in that class? No. Why? Because I didn't put the time in. I was trying to get the grade. I was taking a shortcut. I thought the, the goal of school was to get a good grade, not to get an education. So there's a balance there. And that again, it's, it's me taking the shortcut. And I think a lot of other people do that as well. 
and I the reason I'm focusing on grades versus the education, you can put it in a work environment too. Let's I'm not picking on my team, but we'll take any team that works in a metric driven environment. If you work in a metric driven environment and you learn how to manipulate the system, whether you can do X, Y, or Z to make your scorecard look better, and you're not necessarily improving or you're not getting better at your craft, or you're not even trying to master your craft, you may get the grade or the score that you want on your scorecard. But when it comes to getting to that next level, as far as being a leader or being able to coach and develop other people in that same realm, you're not going to be able to do it because you didn't learn to better your craft. You learned how to manipulate or how to get a good score on your scorecard. So it doesn't matter like the the environment or the industry or the, the element that you're working in. You've got to be able to tell yourself that I'm not trying to get a good grade. A good grade has to be a result of me learning the process. So there's no shortcuts again when it comes to that that long-term success. I think a lot of people as we as we look at it, again I, I mentioned this earlier, we see individuals on social media and we see them make it, and I got again like the air quotes, uh, sooner than other people. And again we don't see their struggles. The other thing that we don't a lot of times see is the time. Like we've talked about the, the 10,000 hour rule and I've seen people refute the 10,000 hour rule. But one of the things I'll be I'll be very clear and transparent about, and again, everybody's situation is a little bit different, but when I think about my situation and I think about, I'm not even gonna say my, my success because I, I wouldn't say I'm successful. I've had some successes through life. I've been able to accomplish some, some financial goals that I had. I've been able to accomplish some goals in life that I had, but a lot of that, goes back to that theology course, I wish I was learning more about faith and religion back then. A lot of that though, it was the time that I put into it and then just the blessings that I was getting. So when I say the time I put into it, people may see me out. Oh, Alonzo was out, he was doing that. Right, right, right. People may hear, oh, Alonzo makes X, Y, Z. People may see Alonzo going on vacation. People don't see, there was no shortcut. Like you can ask my parents, you can ask my friends, you can ask my family. I've had all of them say, bro, you work too much. Because like today, like every other day, not many people are getting up at 4 a.m., 3.45 to work on their craft. Not necessarily for anyone else to see it, but literally in my, my routine is pretty, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> Get up, there's no shortcuts here. Get up, I make coffee. Let's, let's skip all the fun stuff. I read the Bible. I take notes on it. I will post on my social, on my Facebook story, scripture that I related to that day. Then I open up my leadership reading. And sometimes I'm reading the same book multiple times because I need to pull more from that exact book. Um, sometimes I'm reading new books, but I'm doing leadership reading. And a lot of times I'm able to go to work and actually implement or try some of the things that I've read about or some of the things I've been studying and that even drove me to a point of now how do you create personal development plans not just for people when I was really deep in my think about it consulting but now that I'm at work it's given me an opportunity to I shouldn't say now that I'm at work I've been at work since I was 15 years old 14 years old uh, but now that I'm at work leading leaders it's like how do you develop leadership plans that they can have that it's on them like if they take it and implement it awesome if they take it and say yeah i got it but i'm still going to continue to figure it out on my own that's awesome too whatever you want to do but it comes down to like are you able to understand that there are no shortcuts you've got to put the time in and there's not going to be any any quick 
there's not any quick, there's no quick long-term success. Like quick and long-term don't even go together. So as you start to think about that vision of what you want and when you want it by, you've got to understand the time that's going to go into it. You know, you could say, okay, I want to go on vacation in eight months. And you put that eight month thing on your calendar. And that's the only thing you're thinking about. The challenge is the person that's going to go on vacation, have a good time, starts planning for that. Not just planning, but they're implementing those plans. And that implementing the plans, I think, knocks out the shortcut because now you're putting the hours into your craft. Everyone's eight months won't look the same. And I think that's where people get confused as, well, I'm, I'm well, almost 40 years old. So-and-so's 40 years old. Why aren't we at the exact same spot in life? Because you guys have made different choices. You may have taken more sh- shortcuts than he or she, or she may have taken, he or she may have taken more shortcuts than you. The thing is, you can't, you can't replace time. And as we go through trying to take shortcuts and get little wins here and there, again, it stunts your growth. It, it, it I don't say it prohibits, but it, it limits your ability to get to where you want to go at the speed you want to get there. You've got to accept the process. There's no shortcuts. And even when you do, you find short-term success in a shortcut that you've taken, one of the biggest gaps that you see right now, whether you're talking about in school, whether you're talking about in corporate America, whether you're talking about the private sector, you pick it. One of the biggest gaps is people's ability to implement what they've learned. So everyone goes through the same training. You know, you learn stuff, you take notes, you document it, uh, you review it, you watch the video, you, you whatever. Some people do that, some people don't. But the challenge is once you've learned something, I've had many leaders ask me this exact same question. We've been through the training, like we, we've done this, we've covered this, how come associates or how come leaders or how come you pick the person isn't able to implement what they've been taught? And it goes back to the shortcut. The shortcut is I sat in training, but I multitasked the whole time while I was in training. I was able to look the part, but now that it comes time to implement what's needed to be implemented, I didn't actually learn the material, so I can't implement what you're asking me to do. So now we've got to go backwards. So hypothetically, yes, you check the box. You, you got a quick win where you can multitask and do multiple things at once and you uh, attended to the urgent, but didn't necessarily attend to the important and there's a huge difference in the important in the important parts of life and the urgent parts of life because a lot of times urgency is created by someone else's emergency. You may not have created that emergency, and most of the time you didn't create that emergency. But the fact that we're so uh, attached or we gravitate to the immediate gratification, it for it not forces us, it encourages us to jump to what's needed and what I shouldn't say needed, what's wanted immediately the urgent part versus what long-term, what success looks like long-term. What does that mean, Alonzo? That's that's too confusing, right? Basically what I'm saying is stop shortcutting the process. Engage in what you're doing. The more you multitask, the longer it's gonna take you to learn something. The longer it takes you to learn something, the longer it's gonna take you to get to whatever that big picture vision is. The other part to this that if you're doubting what I'm saying or you're having questions, I, I appreciate it. I like it. Ask me questions, whatever. But the other part is if you haven't created a vision for what your life's going to look like in five, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, you can't really refute the material because everything's a, everything's a win for you. There's not a long term win if you haven't created a vision. And once you create the vision, you can't just have the vision in your head. You've got to put that vision in the pa- on the paper and then start mapping out the steps that you need to take to get there. And most of the time, by yourself, you're not going to know all the steps. It's going to be trial and error. Then you learn from it, but you got to reflect. But again, that, that, that lengthens the process, but that's okay. 
you've got to take some coaching. You've got to be willing to seek feedback. You've got to understand that life's it's a journey. It's not a, it's not a sprint. It's nothing that short term, you're going to, you're going to figure it out in one, one swoop and you're ready to go. So what I'm, what I'm telling you here is you really got to, you really have to accept the process. There's no shortcuts. There's going to be certain times when you may get something a little sooner than what you expected, but don't tie yourself to an end result. Tie yourself to the process, tie yourself to principles, live off of principles, because if you're living off principles, you're less likely to make decisions based on emotion. And when you make decisions based on emotion, it's like, okay, what can I do right now to make me feel better? What can I do right now to give me a sense of joy? What can I do right now to not disappoint this person? You've got to start thinking long-term. And when you're thinking long-term, you got to start thinking about like, what are your principles, values, principles? I think you can, you can't tie them together, but you can allow them to relate. Um, and as you align your values and your principles, you should be able to get to a place where it's not always immediate gratification. If it comes sweet, but the immediate gratification or short-term wins a lot of times should be a result of the hard work that you've done. So like I was saying, when I was comparing the 40 year olds, one might say, yeah, me and Zoe, we, we were in, uh, we were delivering newspapers in the same paper route and we were, we were in the call center working at the same time. We started on the same day, August 30th. We started on the exact same day. But our past looked very different. Our accomplishments have looked very different. Not because I got a break, not because you got a break, but more so because one of the two of us was putting more work into our craft, being more coachable, trying to understand the game, seeking mentors, getting feedback. I think there's there's a lot to becoming successful, but when you think about success, stop stop uh, defining your success by what you acquire. Um, it's really got to be based, and I told you guys this in my last podcast, it's got to be paid. Your success should be based on who you become while you're chasing whatever you're chasing or whatever you're trying to acquire, not what you do, what you acquire. A lot of times those those uh, those short term wins or the shortcuts that we take, they create these these short fixes. Um, but it's almost like cotton candy. You know, it is big. It, it tastes great. It's amazing. And poof, it's gone. So I'm encouraging you. Accept the process. Stop trying to take shortcuts. If you find something that's efficient, cool. Study why it was efficient. Study why you were able to get ahead doing it and share it. Allow more people to build build a bridge, not build a bridge to help people get to where they're going uh, by showing them that the process it, it's, there's no shortcuts in it. There's no shortcuts in it. But hopefully, I think I should be about at my 15 minute time limit. But hopefully, today inspires you to not necessarily focus on getting immediate gratification or focus on trying to find shortcuts in the process, but encourages you to improve your skill set, get better, <laughs> be a better person. And a lot of times that that's not, that's, there's no shortcuts in that. Like you've got to go through some things to become the person you want to become. And if you've lived in a place, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's recreational, if you've lived in a place where you're scared to challenge yourself because it may quote unquote take too long, the more often you short, you search for that shortcut, the longer it's going to take you. Create the vision, map out the process, accept the process, stop chasing shortcuts. You want the grade or you want the degree? You want the grade or you want the knowledge? Because <laughs> the grades will get you the degree, but the, the degree doesn't necessarily mean you have knowledge that you're able to implement to get you to the next level. Hopefully you've had a great week. Happy Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. Be great. Think about it.